it's normal enough practice to record satsang, um, and it will be on MP3 in Samara's house. So Samara will have MP3 audio if you want a copy of it, of anything that we've discussed from yesterday. Till we're done. And just settle. It doesn't matter if thoughts are passing by, don't let them be yours. Are there any minds popping up with something to say? We've got a mic this evening just to pick up stuff so that people can hear because it wasn't very clear last night in terms of listening to each other's questions. How's the laughing man this evening? <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm noticing in, my, in myself that there's, um, like you said, just watch the thoughts pass by and they're not yours. And so, but I, I still find that I, I get caught up in them and I go down the rabbit hole. And at some point there's a, there's a noticing that I've gone down the rabbit hole but I could be down there for like hours. And it's, it, is it just a bringing myself back each time that I'm mm. aware of that, that I've gone down there? Because I, I see that the thoughts are just another appearance of awareness. And yet, when I'm in them, they feel like they're really mine. <laughs> <laughs> of course they do. Of course they do. That's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. Without them, the capacity to experience wouldn't exist. Because you need to be able to believe that you are separate, so you believe the thought that you are separate in order to have thoughts. Then they're yours. They're not somebody else's. So with the thought of separation, there is something that I can experience. There's something separate from me, so I can experience it. as a before and an experiencing and an after an experience. There'd be no point in living if you couldn't experience. So they served a great purpose. But at a certain point in the evolution of mind, there comes a point of like, none of these thoughts are good enough. They're all just passing by and the hunger for something more real and more permanent and permanent is where I want to go. So the second that you see you're down the rabbit hole and believing the thoughts, the second that you see it is the moment to pull back and observe. A lot of people I've noticed say, yeah, yeah, I've observed it. You know, I I know, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to continue anyway. I know it's just a thought, but ah, heck, you know, that would really make you suffer. That really would bring suffering. You can prove the point if you want and and do it, but it will deepen the suffering for sure. What you can do is step back and say, okay, it's just a thought, it's just a movie. I believe it to be so, but the more you observe the more the belief in it will fade. Yeah, what I'm noticing is that there's definitely like a, oh, okay, I can, this isn't really fine, but there's certain thoughts that can bring, they, they have more uh, oops to them. Yes, yes. <laughs> They're a bit more juicy, and so I noticed that I want to, there's a tendency to want to follow those. Yes. Have, has, has it clicked that they bring suffering? 
Or do they still seem to bring pleasure? No, I know that ultimately they bring, it brings suffering, yeah. but sometimes when I'm in them, it seems like they're bringing me pleasure, and um, I, sometimes I need to remind myself that actually, I'm like, oh yeah, that there's my mind, but it's doing that little thing again. Okay. Okay. So when you see that your mind is doing that little thing, what happens? How objective do you get? Uh, normally there's, a, there's an observance of it, and sometimes then the story will just stop, but sometimes not. Sometimes it seems like the story has a greater... It, it'll pull me back in again, it okay. appears. Okay. Okay. When it pulls you back in again, do you stay in? Have you kind of surrendered to the thought? Or do you pull back again, or what happens there? Um, it, it, probably a little bit of both. Okay. Sometimes there's a pulling back and kind of like, oh... Okay. But, you know, a lot of the time it's just kind of like, oh, you know, and then I just, then it could be an hour again before I'm like, oh God, here I am again, well, I got back down here again. Okay, okay, great, okay. Because there, there, there are certain thoughts that are going to swallow you whole. Right. They're just going to swallow you. Yeah. And I've, I, I think there's a pattern that those thoughts, for, for all of us, that those thoughts that you just can't, the juicy ones, the sticky ones, whatever, the ones that you just can't get objectivity on, in some way they're connected to an experience that needs to be had. There is something coming through that you can't fight it and you might as well just flow with it. But there is a skill to be learned there, a skill to be learned to know when, like, this is just too big. It's like, it's like some, 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 some pain. Let's say you lose a parent or some, some, some big shock comes, something big comes, and you know this is just, okay, this is just a bit of trauma and it's going to pass by, but you just have to cry your eyes out. Right. You just have to, look, I just have to get lost in it and have the experience of the pain. Right. And that skill is a good one to have, right. to see when, you know, no, this is leading to an experience and I'm going to have it and that's it. And there's a certain amount of self-management which is very useful there but it requires discernment. That's the spiritual skill that they would call there, to know the difference. When you're kidding yourself, ah, you see, I'm going to go in there, I don't care, I don't care, I'm just going in for the ride. Okay, that's kidding yourself, that's asking for pain. But there are times when the juicy one just, there's a different pull off it, and you have to go down the rabbit hole with it. Yeah, I think I'm learning those skills. Now. Yeah. I'm starting to learn that there's a feeling that wants to arise at yes. points. Yes, yes. And to allow the story to be there, with with the awareness that it's just the story and there's something that wants to come through this, this body on some yes. level. And I'm learning to discern what Super. that is. Yeah, go after that. Refine that one if you can. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's some things you just can't and it feels like there's a battle. Yeah. One of the ways of knowing is that there's a battle. You're pulling back, but it's like, this isn't it either because their mind is caught in the battle. Right. Because mind isn't ready to be observing. It's not. It's not. It's still got something to do with the experiencing level. And it's all okay. Try not to have the, the hierarchy that if I'm observing, oh, I'm more spiritually evolved. That's really trash. That's really crap. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's, forget about that one. You know? This is just the sequence of evolving. This is just, I don't know, a way of lessening suffering. But when grace pulls you home, grace pulls you home. You don't have to tick off the boxes for grace to pull you home. Right. You know, but what you can do while you still believe you're an individual is work to where suffering is limited. Right. And that's what you're talking about. Yeah. You can do that much, yeah. for sure.
Yeah, it's like I'm starting to, yeah, I think I've, before, I've, in the past, I've, I've mentalized a lot of stuff and I've got into the mind about it in order to kind of move away from feeling and now I'm starting to let the feeling realm in. Yes. There's a, there's much more freedom in there because there's definitely, you know, because there's that, there's thoughts that arise of like, I don't want to be having this feeling, but this is what's present right now. Yes. So it's, so I, now I'm just allowing myself to be in that experience and surrendering to it and loving myself because before I was really kind of like, oh no, I shouldn't be so XXX. Yes, yes. And now that I'm allowing that to arise, it's, yes. there's like, um, it, my, what feels like it's happening is my mind is relaxing. Yes. I'm not struggling with it anymore. Yes. Which is such a big relief. Relief for me. For sure. The natural state is relaxed. What you are is relaxed. It's always relaxed. Even if there's craziness happening on top. Do you know? You can be really dynamic and stressed on the outside, but yet attention is on the inside. Something is knowing, in that knowing place, that it's always still and always at peace. You know? You, you don't have to be totally out and up and invested in what's going on in the world. But yet that kind of craziness can happen. And your attention is in the stillness inside. Yeah, I'm having, I, I get moments of that. Super. So, yeah, yeah. I'd like more, but... <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, but, sure. Anyway, it, oh, it, it comes, it moves in that direction. You know, it moves in that direction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. You notice when I have these, what I, what I call, these are really guru thoughts. I mean, I can't possibly be going wrong. These are high thoughts. I mean, I've had other thoughts of, you know, God, I need a pizza or whatever. But these are guru thoughts. These are the highest thoughts I have. And I followed those for years, many, many years. And I've had a great time. I can't complain about that. However, I noticed about 10 years ago when I came to Maui, I stopped following even the highest, the highest of guru thoughts. And be, became... Uh, a, a, and acquired a management skill for myself, which is, okay, see where that thought is, that's okay, just let it happen, and enjoy it, it's a great thought. However, if I come down into my heart, and, and, and relax, and I, I notice that I relax pretty well, and just breathe into it, and begin to, to feel it here, these guru thoughts aren't such guru thoughts anymore. <laughs> okay. So, but you've just shifted your attention from your mind to a feeling place. Every feeling starts with a thought. They're just a different set of thoughts. While you're watching the guru thoughts, that's one activity. But watching the feeling, for sure there was another thought that started the feeling. It could be just bringing your attention into your body. It could be, who knows, dropping an energy level. Because sometimes if we're, if we're in our head, physically, energetically, there's more energy up here. But focusing on feeling, we tend to just relax the attention. And we're focusing on a different thought. It's still another thought. Well, it is another thought, but I notice when I'm in my heart, coming from a love space rather than the mind and yeah. figuring it is, everybody on the street thinks I should do this. Okay. You know, that type of thing. Okay. As opposed to the heart feeling deeply what is more in, 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 more in, in, in focus with love rather than some sort of a mental game. Okay. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, can I throw both of them out? You can. Yeah. Then what's left? 
Just be. Stay there. Yeah. Mind can be very tricky, and I'm suspicious that mind is is enjoying what you've discovered about coming from the love place, and it's hanging out there. Don't hang out anywhere. Don't hang out anywhere. Just be. Just be. And something spontaneous will arise. And that which notices head, heart, fire it. <laughs> Expel it, that mechanism. It doesn't matter where it's coming from. But something spontaneous will arise. Mind won't be able to go to see where it came from. The best mind can do is head, heart. That's the best it can do. Throw both out. Okay. And something spontaneous will, will take over and will start moving. And mind will say, whoa, I'm not in control, whoa. It will talk like this. It's like, yeah, that's right, I never was in control. So take that plunge. Okay. All right, it's not too scary? No. Hey, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Freeze it right up. There's no right and wrong. Heart is right, this is whatever, better than what I've discovered was my tool beforehand. There's no right or wrong or any of it, in any of it. But they're just, mind plays like that. It will give, you know, oh yeah, I'll apply that methodology or I'll try so-and-so system or I'll, you know, and we keep moving from gig to gig to gig to, wah, trying a different bit of software all the time. It's exhausting. It leads nowhere. It's just a distraction. Throw them all out. Get rid of them all. Every methodology, every system, every technique. Throw them all out. The nothingness is the richest of all. From that arises everything. So take action from the B part, right? Yeah, action will arise from it. it you know, it'll come from inside and use your body for action. Do you know? It'll move through your body. It does anyway. But mind says, oh no, I decided to do that. But that's an afterthought. After the universe was moving through your body to make a cup of tea. And mind will say, no, I, I, I decided to make a cup of tea. No, actually, that thought came later. It's even proven by science now. You know, that there's up to a 16 second gap between the body moving something and the mind thinking it made the decision to move. That's wild, you know. If anything up to 16 seconds and we don't recognize it. So you think you've decided to come here this evening. You know, yet your body was coming here anyway, but mind played all the games of deciding and making it happen. <laughs> it does a great job. It really fools you, doesn't it? It really can fool you. It's extraordinary. Mind had nothing to do with it at all. But it's that much a hijacker of your physical body. It's believed into that extent that it thinks it brought you here. It's mad, isn't it? Like that you really, really like thoughts can be so convincing. Uh-huh. Yeah, there is a fear coming from that space, I notice. It's the being. So I'm being and I don't have to do anything. That's right. And I choose to do something at some point when I feel I've connected with what it is that makes sense. But how do you differentiate that from the mind saying, hey, I'm tired of being here. 
let's go on and uh, you know, go beat, let's take a look at what's behind door A. Okay. When I, I'm going to rewind a little bit to the part of the sentence where he said, when I'm connected, there is no you that's connected. That is what you are. The, the, the beingness or the, the, it's just an idea that there's something that must connect to it. That's just an idea. That's the next thought that's running now. It's there all the time. But if attention goes to a thought, it's going to miss it. Do you see? So it's not that mind has to line up with it or we have to consciously connect with it. It's not so much like that. When mind isn't believed, it's there. It's there all the time. You don't have to work at connecting with what you are. Do you see? It's more immediate than that. You know, it's, 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 it's kind of the core. You don't have to wire up to your core. The core is the starting, is the foundation of what you are. So, so it's already happening. Yes. I mean, it's happening. Yes. And it's the tuning in that's the being. I guess. Well, mm, I'm after the tuning in concept. Yeah. <laughs> that's the I am connected with different language, isn't it? Right. interesting place to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> and in that place there's no self-image. There's nothing happening. Judgment. No, nothing. <laughs> but a thought might come, whoa, don't like it, whoa, boring, you know, all of anything. Anything can come and all that's happened is that attention has gone into that. Meanwhile, nothing is affecting the core of your being. That's still empty space. Nothing is touching it. Nothing is affecting it. Nothing can dilute it. It's there sitting, waiting for attention to drop. You can't make attention drop because then you're busy doing something and controlling something and you're in the thought. It's about when there's no you, it's there. When there's no I have to connect to it. When that dialogue stops, it's there. It's simpler than doing something. Doing something takes you out of it. It's a bit of a paradox, you know? It's a bit of a catch-22, you know? Yeah, because when I decide to do something, I take action. Yes. I've decided I'm to move to Maui. Boom, I'm on the way. Yes. Like, let's do it. Yes. But to sit and be is different. Yes. And if 10 years ago, on the deci- decision that, that of coming to Maui, if... Mm. resting awareness in being was established at that time, your body would still have come to Maui. A series of things would have happened and you would have just arrived here. But when the I is very strong, we believe we make the decisions. And we, you know, we're still formulating the concept of I. It's all fine. Nothing is bad or good, but that's how it works. And that breaks down then. The I that's doing something is superfluous to what is making action happen. The action is already happening. Yeah, it's going to happen anyway, (laughs) whether or not you own it, whether or not the mind owns it. The mind or the ego, it's the same thing, the personal I, same thing. Yeah? Yeah. It's getting clearer? Yeah, it is. Yeah, good. good. (laughs) Yeah, for sure, it's a bit of a, whoa, it's a bit of a, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a challenge to the mind, I guess.
share and see what you think about <clears throat> some of my feelings or thoughts that I've had recently. I feel like when I, when I settle down into that being place, I kind of correlate it with, like, you know, when you're growing up at 33, 45, Outcomes, you know, 33 speed and 45. Oh, yes. And um, I feel like, you know, I drop down in that right groove. I'm in that groove, and it's that being groove. And, and then it keeps, the more I'm in that groove, it gets deeper and deeper. And sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm so overwhelmed with love <coughs> and the depth of it keeps going deeper that I think sometimes um, there's a fear involved that makes me kind of jump out maybe on the 45 group, which isn't really the real group. I mean, that's kind of a superficial, like, not reality group. The real group is like the 33, just slow it down, and then you get into this group. And I think that, is it, is it, um, you know, the more we stay in that group, then um, we'll have more, uh, we'll be more at home, or we'll have more confidence, this is where we are, and we'll settle in there more. Or is it, you know, like when we finally get rid of like the fear, it's almost a fear of like, oh, this is so, so deep, this is so obscure, like so much love, it's almost mind-boggling. Like it's almost like scary. And uh, is that why sometimes we jump out of that groove that we're in? I don't know, these are just thoughts sure. like that. And I'm wondering if they make sense. Yeah, indeed, <laughs> indeed they do, of course, yeah. What's happening is your mind is making it an experience. So your mind is turning the 33 groove into, whoa, there's so much love. Now the love is an experience. Now there's a you having an experience. Their separation has come in between you and what you are. So let's say you are, mm, you are that which rotates at the 33 speed. Okay? Now, the second that, the second that it's noticed, that you're rotating or that you're going deeper, you're not rotating anymore. Already you're gone. Right, right. You jump right, you jump You're right. gone already. The moment that you recognize what's happening, you're gone. It's not happening anymore, there's you having an experience. And you're out of it. And mind would say, wow, what a spiritual experience. Yeah, yeah, you're out of it. It's stopped. <laughs> you know? You're just creating the rest of it for the sake of a phenomenon. And I feel like, you know, you just have to, like, just have this trust and just leap into this golden doorway and just take that leap, but it's kind of a scary leap sometimes. It is. And let it swallow you, and it will swallow you, and it will destroy you, and let it destroy you. It will take all of you. Let it. So your fear is actually, you know, yeah, your fear is at the point of like, whoa, ego says, whoa, hold on, don't fry me yet. Actually, I've got a bit to do yet in the experiencing world. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't. But if you're believing that fear and coming back out of it and making it an experience, well, that's because you still want to experience. But let it swallow you whole. It's a death while alive. That's what liberation is. Second you make it an experience, it stops. So do you, do you feel like, you know, our whole lives will be, it's just like a learning process of, of dying daily, like every day we have to, do we wake up and make that choice of leaping in there and just, just dying daily kind of a thing? You see, if mind wants to do it, you won't do it. You'll be doing it on the, I want this experience, the controller is at play. Grace has no time for the controller. When the controller stops, Grace will rise up and suck it in. 
the beingness, whatever, the 33 mode, whatever. That happens when, when, when the controller stops talking. And do you think just breathing and focusing on your breath is one way to kind of get to that? You already have what works for you. I'm hesitant to give a technique because you already know everything slows down and you can get into that groove of, I don't know, of, of emptiness because you described it, you know it, you know it. I'm not going to give you another way to go to what you already have established. It's just another technique for your head to say, oh, I'll do that because then it throw it out. That which drops you into the 33 groove, that which rotates at the 33 groove, let that be your, your guideline. You can dig a thousand holes out in this field looking for water and you probably won't find it. If you dig one, you surely will. So whatever you have that's working for you, keep going. So dropping everything, you spoke beautifully about it, dropping everything, it slows down, something natural is kind of, it kind of has a natural feel to it, doesn't it? That's slow, organic, silent, relaxed on the inside. Something natural in it. Well, it's the most beautiful state to experience. Yes, yes. Now deeper than that, so that the capacity of experience is shed and drop underneath it. That's what you are. That's what you are anyway. That mind says, oh no, don't do this to me. Of course, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I hear you, but... Okay. The sense of you existing as an individual is only active when when an experience is happening to you. So, so there is no sense of you if there's no experience. Okay? No. So, okay, <laughs> yeah, 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 I was hesitant to point for the next step, I thought, mm, we don't have it yet. <laughs> there's no sense of me, there's no experience. Yeah, well, there is an experience. Okay. In deep there, sleep? There is a sense of noticing there is an experience. Okay. Okay. That's where I'm at. Okay. So when the noticing isn't active, an experience will have a different smell. It'll have a different flavor. It's kind of just passing. But you're, the ego is at play. The mind is very active when it's like, oh, I'm having this experience. That's okay. I let it go. <sighs> experience just passes by like, like the breeze, you know? I, I, I just, I just, yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. So, so that's the observer mode. Is experiences come and go, but it, oh, what am I experiencing? What am I feeling? Whoa, we, we've, we've, now we're down the rabbit hole. So take that step. And then experiences can pass by, but they are not yours. So the personal I, the ego, isn't claiming it as mine. But in some capacity, something is passing through. 
Okay. I don't know if this is going to stretch you. So uh, what you're saying is it's it's not the noticing of that you're uh, alive in the energy and your mind is silent. It's whether you indulge yourself in that idea that you are having an experience or that you allow your mind to get involved. So is that what you're saying? Gosh, you have to run it by me again. So, so not having the experience um, is not paying attention to the fact that something different is going on. Um, That when you make an experience, it's because you're indulging yourself in the mind in some way. But if you're not indulging your mind and you just become aware um, um, that you're in that place of um, surrender and for me it's like that I'm I'm just energy. Uh, Because I I feel the vibration um, of my beingness. So it's not, even though I recognize that uh, on some level, I'm, I'm not having an experience if I in, indulge in it. I, I think I have what you're saying, but yes. no. And <laughs> the, 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 the I that is or is not indulging in it is the mind also. Exercising some kind of control or some kind of tactic for a desired outcome. You might as well indulge when it's not indulged. That's all still mind. Uh, I'm having some difficulty because um, at some point there's an awareness. I'm going to say that. That there's an awareness uh, that pops up uh, of the experience that you're having, or the state that you're in. And that, that would be, right? I mean, how could it not be? If you can go for a long, I can go for a long period of time and uh, uh, not have any, any fault or understanding or recognition. And then at some point, um, I don't know if it shifts. Uh-huh. Um, I think I'm trying to put words in this. Yeah, I know it's very tricky. When it's an, when you have when you're allowing yourself yourself to have an experience because you're um, because you're uh, indulging in it. Okay. And when it's just some level of observation. Okay. I'm going to go at this by the back door. Yeah. You don't exist. which notices that there's a shift in awareness is already too late. That's the experience. The other experience is way down the line. I'm like, no, no, look at after this. This is where you lose your footing. This is where the eye comes back in. 
because there is my mm, idea, or an idea that is bought, and therefore it's mine for this moment, that something has shifted. Gone. So, so, the, so the idea is uh, to, um, to allow the surrender to be so deep that, you, uh, that your mind doesn't come into any noticing. That it's not believed. And mind will stop labeling. And as it stops labeling, because we practice not labeling through not judging. That's kind of the, with the L plates on. Do you, do you have L plates? Learn a driver here? L plates? No? No, okay. Before you get your driver's license, when you've got a provisional license, and you've got a, 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 a plate on the car? No? Okay. All right, sorry. European concept. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. The kindergarten of, of um, not labeling, can, an example can be practicing non-judgment. Okay? Practicing no racism. Practicing, not seeing, not seeing difference, not seeing difference. Okay. Now at this stage of the game, that the, the it's gotten much more sophisticated. And at this stage of the game, the labeling is, oh, there is a state in my awareness. Something has shifted. The labeling is that subtle now. There's, there's, oh, there's a shift. That's, that's it. That's the labeling. The I must exist if there's a shift. Do you see? Yes. So the mind will use anything, however subtle, in order to say, whoa, I'm having an experience again, even if it's only a subtle, which is subtle, subtle shift, which really, I've only, it's, I know it's passing through consciousness, and it's not happening to me, and what a load of crap. Do you know, of course it's happening to you. If it's labeled, it's already you. If it's seen, and if it has a story, it's your story. The labeling, let it go. The noticing of anything, it's not important. No matter how subtle, it's a trick. You don't exist. <laughs> so, so it's like being, being with the oneness um, so totally that you don't know the difference between um, yes, that there is no self. No, no. There's nothing. There's nothing. No. No. And stuff passes through, but it's never yours. Your idea, your observation, your... Take out that layer. Not even a vibration. And not even a vibration. No. No, you're not even a vibration. Which <laughs> <laughs> okay. space? Subtler than space. Yeah, you could say that. My name is Space. <laughs> <laughs> the very first word of that sentence? What's that my bit about? There's no more. You can call me Space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I can expand a little bit from what I heard when I first walked in. Um, you mentioned that the, the being is doing it first, and then we say, oh, I thought about making that happen. So, can I apply that principle to anything and everything that's ever happened, like murders and wars and people crashing airplanes into towers and cities and all that kind of stuff? Is that the being doing that? And then there's egos thinking they did it? Yes. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Yes, so it applies to all. You're saying it's unavoidable then? Yes. Whoa. Okay. Could you say that again, Jeffrey? 
If the being is do is moving through us rather than us thinking that we precipitated the movement by our thinking and our choices and decisions, <clears throat> actually it was the being being through us, including in the instances of war and murder and etc. 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 That's doing the murdering, the wars. It's all a big show. Pardon? It's all a big show. Yes. That's what you are is manifesting through form. In every way conceivable. And it doesn't have a subjective mind to see war, bad, sunshine, good, and you know. None of that labeling happens, but it happens in mind just to make the movie happen. We see good and bad and punishable offense and terrible atrocities and, you know, that, that, uh, that's the movie. We need to have that to make it work and for there to be some order so that experiencing can happen. If there were no opposites, it's about the law of opposites because of the idea of separation. It's about the law of opposites. So, of course, there's always going to be good and bad at play all the time. Otherwise, there'd be no movement. Isn't it the, the uh, actual fact of calling it a terrible act? It's just a judgment. Yes. It's just an act. Yes. Even what we think of as the worst. Yes. Or the best. That's right. They're all judgments. That's right. Yeah. Only the mind will label that stuff. And labeling will happen even because I, labeling, will, labeling will happen even post-realization, but it's not owned. It's in order to communicate because language is dualistic. So language, you can't speak without, without using a dualistic framework. So even if you have to say to somebody, yeah, 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 it's so, such and such a thing is terrible. It's only dialogue. It's only words passing through. It's going to pass through anyway. Whether you believe it or not, there seems to be a bit of choice there. There actually isn't, but there seems to be a bit of choice. While you're alive, you think you've got the free will to choose whether or not you're believing what you say. Well, the ego thinks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's the, the attachment that we have to our ego that declares something is awful or beneficial. Is that, is that a question? <laughs> okay, how about there's nothing attached to the ego? How about consciousness puts a sensation through creation that ego, there's an aspect of ego that experiences attachment. And the consciousness is experiencing attachment and you think you were. That's the magic of it. That's the wacky thing. You think you are. Just for the sake of experiencing. But attachment will flow through consciousness whether or not it's going to be your experience. So let it not be yours and it will still happen. So what is it the judges? Yeah. Nothing. It's just passing through consciousness. But if you think you're separate, you'll say, I judge or I don't judge. The labeling happens. That's what I'm saying. The labeling happens even post-realization. But it's passing through. It's not owned. Because the owner is dead. 
No, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist anywhere. But it might be, it might be believed to exist, and that's what burns out. But that belief itself is running through consciousness. It's not yours. See, it's that simple. Do you see it? Do you see it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, you don't exist as a, as a finite individual being having a life. Get that and the show's over. Just gone, just gone. Does anybody remember what the sentence was? <laughs> I can't Did remember. Did a finite being have a human experience? Let go of the concept of being a finite being having having experience or something like that. So the show was over. Yeah. Finite being having a. I can't remember. But it'll come up in another way because it keeps coming up, but I can't remember. Other option is to get the recording from Samara. Uh-huh. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, I it's gone. It. Oh, good on you. Yeah, yeah. We have two verse, two copies. Then. All right. Can I just ask you about your, your experience? How of your experience? <laughs> quite a funny question to ask you really now. Um, how you came to this, to this seeing? Well, yeah, we spoke about that last night. And, and here's what I'd say. The experiences weren't important. The realizations were. Were the realizations not m- mental realizations? Yes. That not just more mind? See, that's my thing. It's like, ah, sometimes, okay. sometimes I have realizations and I'm like, does it, mean, does it actually mean anything? It's just a realization. That's right. That's right. It's all bunkum. It's all rubbish. It's all. Every, even self-realization is rubbish. It's still in the movie. It's a phenomenon in the movie. It's still the movie. Even throw that out. Do you know? So we can't hear the movie? <laughs> it's just stories. It's just stories, yeah, of, of different things. One, next, one, the big whammies. There were three big whammies, I suppose, and lots of, you know, the usual, as it unfolds, you know? And the first one was, while taking Sanctodyne, that experience of existence itself is only a concept. Like, everything got pulled, 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 and I was grasping. And I remember at one stage, grasping to the idea of Jesus Christ, you know, and saying, well, at least that has always been there, you know? My conditioning of my Christian upbringing, you know, at least that's there. That there's something beyond, which 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 is about love, you know. And it's like concept, concept, concept. I exist, concept. And no matter what I could throw up, concept, swept away. And um, and from then, it was clear. And I, I I was in pieces, like for a long time. My body was shaking. I was in pieces, and I bled vaginally for hours during this. It was wild. Like, and what happened was there was this awareness afterwards that this is totally not real, but why does it appear to be happening? 
but it's not real. It's not real at all. And I had, nobody knew what I was talking about. I could find no book. The internet wasn't around at the time. It wasn't, you know, it was terrible. But somehow functioning kept happening. And I just thought, okay, this will just make sense at some point because otherwise it won't. What could it want to do? And so I kept on doing what I was doing and working and all the rest of it. Um, and some years later, maybe four years later, I ended up in India and, and uh, a big family happened in Amma's ashram and I lost six days, just disappeared. They just went. But what was clear at the end of it or when I came back and a desire brought me back, it brought me back to like, whoa, my God, there's something I want, which is sex actually, something I want that, <laughs> that oh my God, I think I exist, oh my God, I don't believe it, here I am again, this Jackie, this woman. You know, like I to do. It was incredible. It was like that was what brought me back. That was the one thing that was left unshed, undissolved, unfinished. And so, the realization, the whammy that that came, the thing, the belief that was always dissolved from that six six days of being out, um, and it was samadhi. You can call it samadhi. That at the end of it, it was very clear that there was only energy moving through form. That, that, that thought itself is energy moving through form. It is never owned. It cannot be owned. There is nobody to own anything. There are no individuals. There is just energy moving through form. And for a long, for I don't know how many days, but certainly maybe even a month or something, that I could see a gold thread going in front of where people were going to walk as though they were being pulled. This whole puppet show, it turned into a puppet show. Every single thing, from an ant to the breeze, everything had this magnetic thing saying exactly where it was going to go. I could tell where somebody was going to walk, where their next leg, where their arm was going to go, because there was this gold thread pulling them. You see? And it was like, so where is free will? I mean, rubbish. Obviously, rubbish. You know? So then that piece was in. Mm -hmm. And then the final family happened um, in Ramana Maharshi's village, um, where mind itself just seemed to break. You know, and, and, and it's, it's physically an awful thing. For me, the experience was terrible. It was really rough physically, you know. And, and yeah, you, 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 you know you're losing your mind. You know your mind will never function normally again. You don't know if you're going to end up in a psychiatric hospital or if you're going to die, but it feels like a death, a death on every level. And you kind of hope that your body's going to go because, because functioning, you know, will never be the same. I mean, it's a surrender, surrender, mega surrender, like, you know, full-on surrender. But, it, but somehow, fine. <laughs> you know? It's dead natural. It's just, it's just a, I don't know, neurological pathways burning up. For sure, a CAT scan before and afterwards would show something interesting. For sure. But it's the realizations that were important. It was the movie blowing up. It's authenticity. You know? It's <coughs> a very condensed version of... of the story. For some people it's subtle, for some not. For me, not subtle at all. But for some it's subtle. But it doesn't matter. It's not about the experience. Don't get caught in the experience. It's the seeing of what you are. This, the knowing. That intuitive knowing being the only thing that attention rests upon. So that's why when we go out into a story, it's like, pull it back, pull it back. There's, you know, it feels like you're stepping back, doesn't it, you know? Because mind is going in, 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 until it sees that the outside was just happening in consciousness. It was never you anyway. 
but the outside seems to make it plausible that you exist as an individual. It's fantastic. It's beautiful how it works, you know. But as it's breaking down, you get to see that all of the outside is about suffering. Sorry, I didn't see your hand there. I'm being a little facetious here, but this really makes me laugh. Because I know they're not saying that those of us that have spent our entire lives seeking for consciousness and your experience of um, really getting it, that... uh, that we are the same as, I know we don't exist, but I'm just using the wording, that we are the same of someone who uh, is totally unconscious of any of this and is completely into reactions all the time um, and has not developed any consciousness, that we are exactly the same uh, because none of us exist. And so... um, on this level, it doesn't um, it doesn't matter. That's just like whoa, <laughs> because it's just we're, it's just passing through us. Yes. And so even though we may um, uh, be more aware of who we are as beings, that we are um, just. Um, uh, um, energy field that is going through this experience, whether we're conscious or not, and it makes no difference. That's what she's telling. That's what she's saying. <sighs> <laughs> Ultimately, yes. Yes, yes. But as long as you believe you exist, all of this is important, and there are levels, yes. and there's right and wrong, and hence, whoa, off goes the labeling. Yes. yes. The show is complex then. But no, actually, it's very simple. Yes. It's very simple, yeah has to be simple, you know. Mind brings in the difference. So if you take out that subjective mind, there is no difference in anything. So then it has to be simple. When something is simple, it doesn't have contrast. There's a relief in it though, huh? Isn't there a relief in it? Yeah. So, um... Are we just like light beings that are charged by the sun? You don't exist. <laughs> but how light? Light doesn't exist. It's a concept too. It's part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Everything will be taken. Everything is a concept. So this beautiful, look at this beautiful concept I have. Sure. Of this light, divine intelligence, whatever you want to call it, who created these nice, beautiful, energetic trees and rainbows and skies and sunsets and and the feelings that we have of love and compassion. Um, aren't those, you know, aren't those just Ideas that I have that were, I'm just making up stories that that this divinity just created this for my entertainment while I'm in this life form body. 
I, I don't know, it's just something. It's a favorite tip. Where is that story when you drop into that which rotates at 33 speed? Where is the story? Yeah. When I drop into the groove? Yeah. The story is just, you know, it's just a blissful group. And I guess you'd call it nothingness. Nothingness doesn't have a story. Doesn't have any names. Doesn't have light even going on. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> be something. No. <laughs> The function of mind is to understand something, thing, separate. To, to see a thing, to name a thing, it must be separate from that which sees it. That's the function of mind. Mind can't go there, but you know what I'm talking about. You know it, but... But, but, but you know it. I can't, I can't tell you anything new, but I can perhaps try and fire your mind a little bit, you know? Put it off the case a little bit, you know? Your mind's function is, is to do the dualistic thing, but you are not that. Light is dualistic because there's dark. Everything you can think of is in the dualistic world. Your mind cannot work it out. It cannot do non-dual. That's why realizations come up from the stillness. When you're not caught in the story, there's some space for realization to come. Whereas if you're out there in a story, there won't be a realization. The realization comes when there's no, nothing distracting mind. And it's like something just pops in the gauze of mind that's over the truth. You know? Another hole comes in, another hole. We call it spiritual evolution, but that's story too. Yeah, I, mean, I hear what you're saying, but then, you know, how about, you know, like, I, is it, I guess, you know, this whole reincarnation thing, I'm, you know, I, feel, I make up the whole story that, you know, the reason why, you know, for reincarnation is so that we can finally, you know, like, not miss out on the, the no story. Keep coming back till we finally get it that there's there is no story. The one who gets that there's no story is the problem. The one who wants to get it is the very problem. The one who wants to get that there's no story. That there's no story. That one is the block. Because that one doesn't exist. It's only a thought. What are we to do with our brains? <laughs> they're not yours, they're just passing through, you know? It's all fine, you see. It's the ownership is the problem. Because as long as there's a me who has a brain, there's a me who can suffer. The ownership is the problem. That's the concept that's erroneous. Well, they're all rubbish, but that's the one that creates suffering. <laughs> what is the best use of spiritual books? <laughs> it's just the movie. If what I'm saying is the movie too, you know, I can only point, but it's, it's in the movie, you know. So you can, this is rubbish too, you know. Every time I open my mouth, I'm a step away from that which 
what you are, that which is silence and nothing. Already something is like lost or diluted or something, you know? But your compassion, you're willing to sully yourself enough to communicate with us at the level we're at. <laughs> I, I, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Honest to God, I'm not doing anything. It's strange. It's just, it, it, movement happens and it's not owned by a woman called Jackie, you know? It's not owned. It's just, just very simple. Just there's no ownership running. But brain still seems to do something. It's just not owned. It all has its place. So since this is your first time on Maui, I assume you're enjoying the beauty. And since you don't exist at all, how can you enjoy things? How can you experience just pure enjoyment of life? Yeah. It's not, it's not how it used to be. And I, I, I can't remember what, what mm. I can't get a feeling. I can't feel into how it used to be to experience something. But the capacity to experience is definitely different. It's definitely not there. Smaller, bigger? Um, <laughs> uh, there's no feeling of being able to experience. Hmm. Noticing that something is beautiful, it never gets noticed until somebody talks to me about it. That I see for sure. If somebody says, you know, are you enjoying Maui? It's, it comes through my mouth that it's beautiful. I guess it comes through my mouth it's beautiful because it is beautiful. But there's nothing that says, God, that's really beautiful. If I'm on my own, though, that commentary doesn't happen. So you kind of play the game when you are with people showing you. Yeah, it kind of gets played. Oh, yes, it's beautiful. It, yeah, it gets played. There isn't even a, oh, I have to, you know, there's no, there's nothing, just words come out. It gets played. But it's like that with everybody, but there's nobody owning what's said. That's the only difference. But then what's the point of actually seeing Mao? You could just stay oh, absolutely. in your room. And oh, yes. Absolutely. Equally beautiful, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Slums in India equally beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, actually, that, that that is how it is, that there is just what's happening and there's nothing that monitors it as good or bad. So how can you make decisions? They are made today. Yeah. When, when people ask me to do something, I almost always say yes. Something comes up and says yes. Or else there's no movement, there's no response. And now it is recognized that that's a no. But for a while I was like, there's no point to say yes. And it's like, you fool, Jack, would you not just say no? You know, and then, <laughs> and then that clicked in. Do you know? So, so you always say yes, you never say no? I, no, I do, I do. Oh. It's that there's no pull, there's no movement. Right. If there's no movement towards a yes, now I know it's a no. It's like a relearning of little things like that, nuances had to take place. And it took place. So you really have to like, learn how to be in life. Or yeah. Is it natural after your experience? No, it had to. It took a while. Call it, enlightenment, I don't know. it took a while. Yeah, it took a while. Okay, so it's almost like a baby. Yes. Yes. Loads of English words I forgot. No, I still look up basic words and I'm like, this word is familiar, but holy Moses, I have no idea what it means. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of crazy brain stuff happened, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but that's just the experience. Don't get caught in it, you know. 
but the capacity to experience goes. But there is always joy. There is always lightness and happiness. And it's not like I'm experiencing it. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just, the smell of it comes out of what I am, what you are, what is. And you know, and we call it a blissful experience because we try to use language and that's what we do, but we know that it's when there's no story going on, it's there. Since you mentioned Santo Daimi, I had, have had experiences like that of oneness and bliss using uh, Santo Daimi, I uh-huh. ask. But I always came back. Yeah. Yeah. And coming back, difficult. Yes. Like knowing, experiencing the oneness. Yes. I want to stay there, but isn't this attachment again to Yes. Something isn't finished. Yeah. Something isn't finished. It's okay. I want to finish. Yes, but the one who has that desire is the cause of the pain. Finished, not finished. Don't have a preference. And it's fine. The one who wants it to finish is the one who's suffering. If you're not exercising that thought that you want it to finish, that it should be another way, then you're okay. The thought of making the suffering happen. <laughs> Hi, Jackie. Hi. Are you aware of this? Have you heard about this book? It's called um, My Stroke of Insight. Yes. Is yes. that amazing? Yes. This woman just gives this reading on the left side. Instant enlightenment. She calls it nirvana. Yes. Yet all the concepts and, and how she sort of talks about, she loses all her emotions just like that. Yes. And then she has to, you know, relearn the concepts. So. Yeah. It's all like a, a clump of center in the left side of the brain. Yes. Yes, it's neurological. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes it's neurological. It's just yeah. a happening and, and you know, we, we, we have made it a spiritual awakening. Yes. It's just a physiological thing. Yes. Yes. Did oh. she had a bleeding and there it was? Yeah. She was just sort of talking about her spirit being so vast in, um, uh-huh. you know, and silence. Yes. The silence, she just couldn't get enough of the silence. And then when she and she seeing everything, that kind of reminded me of your uh, experience you had at Amajit's. Uh-huh. Right? Because she's seeing everybody as packets of energy. Yes. Right? Yes. They, and they only had two purposes. They're only going to take energy from you or give you, give it to you. Yes. yes. That's and right. Then, and then once the, like, the left brain starts coming back, everything starts to solidify again like before, like the minute the left brain came, she lost her personal physical boundaries, yes. emotional boundaries, all kinds of boundaries she yes. lost. But when she, you know, they, they take out this thing, or uh, hemorrhaging part, uh, it's, it's all comes back again. <coughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was interesting, you know, isn't it? How yeah. it all comes back for her. Yeah. And she really said she had to choose. She said she had to choose a million times a day to be with the being. Because even like even though she has known, let's say, at least 10 days, like you knew at Amaji, eight days of being just in pure being. 
So she had about, I think, that much time on being in the pure being. Yeah. But when the concept re-entered. Yes. Yes. The solidification. That's it. That's it. And she had to study everything over like you Pardon? She had to study everything over. She did. Yes. And because it was a, 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 a brain tumor, it was a hemorrhage or something, yeah. um, b because of that, it, because it was so sudden, for sure, you know, the law of opposites kind of plays a lot, you know, she, so, so she had to gradually pull herself out because there was no alignment period, do you know? Yes, because she was not, I mean, she was a brain scientist. Yeah. I can, I control my life, you know, I am a scientist. Fully. I know how brain functions, I have a PhD. Yeah. Like she said, you know, how this identity is made by continuous repetition. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just, I would think like from that, that the process would be something like, uh, like just inquiring who am I, the left side is, gets kind of shuts up. Yes. Like uh, when you're talking about your your record 35, 45, at that minute the story, the part the left this clump of you know cells in your brain that are all the time talking. Yes. <laughs> They're talking. You have you know, I think that's that's what we are calling I. These these cells that's right. constantly talking. So when you're in your 35, 45 thing that clump of brain is, you know, that the cells is resting on the left side. That's right. Yeah. And, and repeatedly right. doing that, That's it right. gets dysfunctional. It does. <laughs> As you said. It does. And then you also had to go and look at certain concepts. And, yes. Yeah. To see what concepts were, were creating the idea that I existed. Yeah. yeah. It's physiological. It breaks right down. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, it is. It's, it's, you know, it's demystified, thank heaven, you know? Yes, absolutely. And you think, wow, isn't that amazing? So what, all these religions, everything is just our mind stuff. So science. It's, yeah. So it's science. science yes. It's just that with our brains, we can understand it clearer from that perspective. Yes, yes. But for her, it was taken away all that. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. The even whole scientific part of her was just... So the left side is back again into um, the driver's that's seat. That's job. Right? job is yeah, to make the it cells stop. are back again <laughs> in the driver's seat, but <laughs> she's had a very strong taste of being. Yeah, so, yeah. but she could see herself slipping, slipping, you know, like yes. the ego just kind of grasping her, you know, like mm -hmm. the cells. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the chemistry. Running the, the old program. Yeah, yeah running the old programs, yeah. yeah. And that's why self-inquiry, that's why observing is you're, you're just unplugging power unplugging from the program. Exactly, exactly. Or Santadani works for you, it stops your left brain. Yes, you know? exactly. And, and bingo, when Santadani is all over, left brain is all over connection. Yes, you know? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Why are we created like that? 
It's just a movie. It's really, it never happened. Really, yes. it didn't. Yes. And that would reveal itself too. Really, this isn't happening at all. You know? Yeah. It's not. You know, you're saying it's physiological. It's really the feelings, the energy that, and the physiology is a reflection of that. It's not that it's physiological. It's the feelings, the thoughts we have, which create this physical body and the self-function. So I really don't agree with what you're saying. You know, you're saying it's physiological, yes. the cells and everything else. Yes. But it's because of the top patterns, the feelings that we have that create this, and each person is different, physiological. Yes. So that's really, this body is just a reflection. Yes. Of that energy. Yes and no. Um, what, what we're talking about is that the, the neurological thing can happen in many ways. And, and it's neurological, what we call the no, spiritual path. What creates that is the thought feeling patterns that create the neurological each one differently. I don't think the sequence is that clear. Well, because it's just energy moving through form. But consciousness. Yes. Consciousness. Yes. I, I, there's something I'm not getting that you're saying. Well, Come again, another way. That's what I'm saying, consciousness. Yes, it is about consciousness, but we're breaking it into components to see it in a scientific perspective. But it, yeah, but it is, yeah, but, okay. Yeah, okay, from, from, it is all consciousness. I can go behind what you're saying and saying it never happened. That's right. Okay? So from the perspective of meeting the speaker where they're at, I meet them where they're at. Okay? So you're saying, okay, I don't buy that because it's all conscious. I can say, I don't buy you either because it never happened. You see? So that's just, that's the play of it too. There are, there are layers to it until actually you see that it didn't happen at all. Do you see? We're not meeting each other or something? Is there something I'm not understanding about what you're saying? <laughs> I just ran out of power. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you if you go after it, like you, you you know, you can find out about this thing, whatever, and that is still the movie unfolding. Whether it's true Jill Bowl Taylor, whether it's true Ramana Maharshi, whether it's true Eckhart Tolle, whatever, whatever your thing is. It's still the movie. It's still the movie. Because the idea is that you you know there's something to do or there's something yet to experience. The spiritual path is just an experience like everything else. It's just another experience, no better or no worse or anything. It's just another experience. That's all. It's just another experience being had. Do you know? And it's, it's an ego thing when somebody says, well, I'm on a spiritual path. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. That's the ownership. I'm doing something special because I want to be special. The ego likes to be special, regardless of what. doesn't matter what it is, you know. Oh, I am a healer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big one. Identity and image and all that. Yeah, yeah. It will all be stripped. It's all nothing. It's unplug the value system that you have on your self-image. 
that, that gives a freedom. There's nothing to maintain there. There's a freedom in that, you know, and the step, the pulling back, the pulling back. That's the progressive path, the pulling back. Do you know? Going step by step, observing. That's called the progressive path. But there's a direct path. Find out if you exist. Just find out if you exist. Or are you just a thought? Are you just a concept? And then is that concept real? That's the direct path. And the show's over. When the show is over, though, your movie becomes more pure and beautiful and powerful, I suppose? It's not your movie anymore. Right. You see? Okay. It's, there's an appearance of a movie. Mm -hmm. And it's never more plausible than that. Because attention is in nothingness, or, you know, whatever, the capacity to have attention in the outside world is fried. Perhaps that's what it is. But there's just nothingness going on. Do young children have an advantage in this regard? What's an advantage? Who knows? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so is it like a dream for you? Is it like a dream? It's like the TV on in the corner, but I'm not quite sure what, what, what shows on. Y you know? It's sort of like just, just something kind of chattering on the side. But don't, 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 don't take this as a concept and something to go for. It, it, it's different, you know, it always has to be different. So don't set it up. Don't replace one set of concepts with another. Oh, my goodness. Go for nothingness, you know. So it appears that the ego, the ego is just another concept. Yes. Right. Yes. I'm starting to, I mean, there just appears to be thought that arises. That's and right. Other than that, there really isn't an ego, because an ego would define that there was a me that has an ego. That's right. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. What about infants? Tell me little infants. I'm just asking about infants you know, oh, before they have the ego, you know. Yeah. What, what about them? What about them? <laughs> I, I always uh, felt very humble next to an infant when I first experienced my grandchild. And then there were many times it was difficult for me to be next to it. Uh-huh. Because I, I, I just thought it was so, so big, <laughs> it was so small. So maybe what was happening was that mind was seeing the echo of what you are in the small baby. Maybe. Because for some people it happens when they sit under a tree or they connect with nature or the vastness of what is. And there's like... An echo, there's an echo in things. Do you know? Of what you are. You know? Do you know? Creation has it. It's all the time just reminding, reminding, resonating with what is. You know? And if, if, if you're not caught in a thought, sure, that's what's going on. In deep sleep. There it is. In deep sleep every night. Where are you? don't know anything about it, only when you wake up. When you wake up, you, you call it an experience. I experience being asleep, you know, but 
when you were in sleep and, and you weren't dreaming, there was nothing happening. There was no ego active. Somehow you were alive. Somehow the show continued, but you weren't in it. You weren't featured, and it was of no interest to you. It's like that. Stay there. Stay in deep sleep all the time. That which is empty and nothing going on. <laughs> if ever this body stopped functioning, stopped biologically functioning, would the conscious intelligence which we're experiencing, which we're seeing, hearing you express, would that become different when this body stopped functioning? Or this way that you know and see and be would this just continue being exactly this way? I don't know. That was kind of the answer I would expect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have a question out of curiosity. Um, I, I really like that you feel joy and um, I guess I, I'm curious what what part of you is inspired to express yourself here today, and when and what motivates you to want to create anything in this hologram that we experience as our planet Earth. There's no motivation at all to do anything. If, if Jackie wasn't asked to do something, she would do nothing. Nothing. So you're asked, and you don't act unless you're asked. Yeah, it might change, but that's how it is now. Yeah. And so you don't feel any sense of manipulation or some outside force. You experience it as um, what you call the being consciously moving through your form. Okay, thank you. Yeah. But somehow there is a level of mind which continues, which takes care of getting dressed, feeding myself, da-da-da-da. They don't feel like they're decisions. They kind of happen. It's like there's a movement towards the fridge at lunchtime, you know? That level of... I remember how to drive. Do you know that level... Of, of functioning seems to be there. It never got destroyed. Some level of being able to take care of myself. But motivation to take action or to travel someplace or talk or something, there is none. Really, there is none. If invitations or requests didn't come in, I would do nothing. I'd just sit and do nothing. I might go for a walk and who knows, but to be minimal. And zero talking for sure like I never make a phone call I never initiate contact ever ever I don't even ring my parents you know they ring me people who know me know that they have to ring me it just doesn't happen it just doesn't happen the idea doesn't come oh to ring so and so that's fascinating to me um, I, I experience your expression 
and I'm using the word I as um, an otherworldly being acting through you like an entity of a not good or bad, just sure. Um, that's how that's how I experience you. Yeah. And I do practice energy healing. I don't. I think we're all heal, healing beings, but that's what I feel. Yes. And yes about the energy that I um, yes sense around around yes. you. So I um, I don't judge that. I just I'm really expressing what I'm experiencing. Yes, sure. So, can there just be emptiness? Like, let's say there's emptiness and an entity comes in, okay? Can, can there just be emptiness? I think we're all, truth is stillness, so I, yes, I agree. Yes. Then that's what there is. There's just emptiness. An entity didn't come in. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I used to do energy work, so so yeah. I know I know what you're talking about exactly. Yeah, yeah. And no, there's nothing, there's nothing alien <laughs> at all that can exist anywhere. So then, within the movie, you're not visible as an energy worker now. Do you know? Within within the language of energy work, I'm not visible to to that which would maneuver into another form. I respect your views. You see what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In another context, maybe the vacancy leaves it available for whatever is moving. And it's all consciousness. It's all consciousness to talk through. Mind will say one being, another being, separate identities, separate entities. Mind will say that. But if that labeling isn't there, I just love you. Thank you for being here. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's a funny one. Like. Since you usually respond yes to requests, um, if a national government requested or demanded that you pay taxes, what is your response to that? I do pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. A friend of mine does them, but, but, but it happens, yeah. I keep my receipts and uh, it happens. It happens. There was a few years I couldn't. I, I lost the faculty to do it. But yeah, but I do, yeah. That's the happening in consciousness too. Pardon? Well, that's in check if he does. You pay taxes. <laughs> I, I couldn't hear you. A few pay taxes. You're asking you, do you pay taxes? <laughs> <laughs> It happens in consciousness. Paying taxes or not paying taxes. It happens in consciousness. Yeah, the being has some people pay and others not pay. Does That's it right. make any difference? No, it doesn't make any difference. No. <laughs> it doesn't really. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. I'll try again. It's all about love. Do you 
you love that lay that you have on for the second day in a row because you love it so much that you work? No, that doesn't happen. The, the loving thing. Um, the loving of something, the loving of someone, the capacity to love one more than another doesn't exist. So you put on that lay just because you felt like putting it on for no reason at all. I was asked to put it on. <laughs> I just was wondering from a point, someone asked me to put it on. That's generally how things happen. Yeah. yeah. Does it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have that feeling about everything. Everything. Not one thing more than another. It's there, everything. This is as exquisite as the microphone. It's, ex it's, all, it's, it's all beautiful because there's no capacity to differentiate. So it's all equally beautiful. So preference goes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I can't hear. Oh, I'm not really, I just said that you seem to be indifferent, that you're here. Yeah. You're here, but you're indifferent. Yes. Yes, okay, I see, I see how you see it. Okay. Um, What's she saying? I didn't hear. Um, she said that earlier I was saying I was indifferent to things, right? That, that she heard me saying that I was indifferent to things. So with that indifference there... This is my words now. There seems to be a lack of, of, of love then, or a lack of feeling, or a lack of motivation through love. Something like that. Is that okay? And when you do energy work, you do it love. Yeah, that, that would be the was. Concept. Yeah, that was. And the person who's getting the energy work would be receiving the love. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The kind of love that's in the world, there's love and there's the opposite to love. And the pull towards love is part of the spiritual path. It's part of this evolution of mind. Now, the, there is no I who's indifferent. There is no feeling of being indifferent about things. There's just remaining in the fullness and the emptiness of what is. That's where attention stays. There is no one who's being indifferent. Because the individual who can be indifferent or be loving goes. But there is a total knowing that it's all about love. That the whole movement of consciousness is a play about love looking for love. Imagining that there is something opposite to love. Imagine that there is a losing of love, a finding of love. It's all about that. That's what creates the movement. There is only love. But it's not the diluted love of another. It's not the love that exists in a separated concept of the world. There is only love. And the love that I think you're speaking about it is, the, is the love that has a contrast. A contrast. The love and the lack of love. Yes, in the dualistic framework, yes. Yes, it does, of course. Yes. So, so what you are, bring your attention there. And it will be seen that there is only love. There is only love. Everything is seen as the perfect movement of energy through form, and that energy is love. That's what creates the movement. 
It's love playing with love. Playing with finding itself and losing itself, as if, it, as if there could be anything else but love. And in comes thought to give the idea that there's something other than love and something to be done to find it and gain it. And It's the key motivator. But without the key motivator, without the one who's playing with lo- losing it and finding it, there is only love. Do you see? The loving of one thing more than another needs duality in order to happen. But knowing that it's all love, Are you saying there's a non-dualistic love that is the same as being? Yes, it is being. Yes, yes. Yes. Love arises. Love is the movement towards uh, creating the dualistic framework. Creating the idea that there's something not loving, something to love. Would that that, um, non-dualistic love be the same as just ever self-recognition? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. And all the time, even using the word love, even creating the concept, I'm already too far away from it. Do you know? It's what you are. But to say I am love, there's an I now who's, who's being loved. That can't happen. There is only love. It's all love. If it's anything, it's all love. But the I loving something, that doesn't happen. Because the separation doesn't exist. Make sense? of um, the emotions of 
any negativity that I was then helping the world, that it wasn't coming from me, that I was allowing my, much more joy in my beingness. And um, so that as, as, I, as I cleared that uh, my emotional life up, that I was adding to the peace and the love of the planet. Mm. What you're saying is not true. <laughs> yes. Oh, what to do now? Just be. There's yes. no more work to do. No. Oh, I don't know. If you run the belief that there's work to do, you would stay as a worker. Yes. That's fine, but the yes. ego is the one who's doing it and fixing it and making it right. It can't come right. Yes. There's actually nothing wrong with it. It's just a play of love, imagining that it has something to do. Yes. Well, I felt like I was practicing for a long time just beingness. Just, just being. But I think I have to get that one up as well. Is that what you're saying? Yes. yes. So, again, I, I feel this, um, this emptiness of... Um, yeah, I feel grief. Yes. Yeah, to let go. I, because I think there was always some part of me that was saving myself and becoming more conscious. Um, and I've been so invested in that. Um, oh, I think I have to just breathe, breathe with it because it feels so huge. I feel that I'm, it's, it's, um, Settling in me in a different way um, tonight. Uh, the, uh, I can't believe it's true. <laughs> yes. That's the way it feels. Yes. Yes. Even though intellectually I, I felt I believed that. Yeah, good point. See, language is dualistic, and love is a dirty word. You know, it can be a dirty word. But it's such a complex word. I mean, it is. It means so many things, so many things. Then, then we can call it energy. But, but the feeling that rises up I suppose it, the feeling that rises up is, is, is love, is, I don't know, exquisite beauty, the essence of purity, of, in, prior to the concept of love. Okay, the essence of love prior to the concept of love. That's a, that's, that's, that's a shot. <laughs> 
And that's, that's everywhere. But it takes an individual to love something, to want to do something, to... So without that, there is only love everywhere. There is only the essence of what is prior to the concept of love everywhere. That's all that there is. So what happens to love relationships with this concept? It's impossible to love one more than another. There can be a preference for a personality type for whatever. But it doesn't go any deeper. So the capacity to love one more than another, for Jackie, that, that, that doesn't make sense anymore. But it's, it's fine, because if you don't exist, what do you want a relationship for? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, because it's beautiful. It's yes, it, but everything is beautiful, because the differentiation goes. Yeah, yeah, you see? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. They're all just concepts, concepts believed to be true. They're just concepts believed into existence. It's somehow this brings me back, like the old concept from the 70s, where you can just love everyone and have sex with everybody, and it's all fine, it doesn't matter. Ah, that which moves through your form probably won't do that. Probably won't. Yeah, it probably won't. Because there's only love. It doesn't have to be demonstrated in one way or another way. It gets demonstrated. It gets demonstrated. There's no doing of it. It, it doesn't require action. Do you know? Yeah. doesn't require emotions. They pass through. They pass through. Yeah, they all just pass through. Mm. Jackie, I have a question about your conscious non-experience of what... Here, I'm interpreting intellectually, of course, yeah. at a word level. Yeah. But <clears throat> when you're expressing that all is love, does that mean that you can intrinsically and directly, indubitably recognize that one person murders another, that that is love? What happens in the movie, it doesn't get labeled, oh, that person murdered that person. It's not a denial, it's just that that mechanism of mind stops. Mm -hmm. so, so there is only love. The action isn't seen as, as an you know what I mean? It doesn't go into seeing the action. Do you see? Yeah, yeah. My missus is fond of saying, even when it isn't love, a murder is a call for love. But I was going to follow up on the same subject. Pestilence, hunger, war, serial killers, all the things we interpret as negative. I find it hard to find it compatible that everything is love, because in this material world, the realm of the senses, everything isn't love. How do you reconcile that? Because when love is looking for love, it plays at looking for love, and it plays at losing love. So 
what is created out of love is the opposite. Because to experience love, there must be hate. There must be the opposite in order for love to be experienced. And this realm is about experiencing. So the opposites must be there in order to experience what it is. Even if it's only in the movie, there will be hate as long as love wants to experience love. Does love want to experience love? It doesn't. It doesn't have a desire. That's just the movement. But the opposites, for sure, it kind of got carried away. Do you know? It did. And I, I think there's probably more pain in the world than joy in the world, like pretty much in any day. There is. But that's what keeps it moving, the movement towards love and finding out what the opposite is. And as your missus says, the search for love is usually, you know, the search for power, the search for greed. It's usually that I'm okay, that I can be in my comfort zone so that I can rest, which is actually what the feeling of love will give you anyway, that feeling of rest. So it creates the movement. Sure, it's a pure shame that... that that it's gone so terribly, that the opposite became so forceful. But yet, but yet, you know, consciousness will move through form in order to make it okay, constantly trying to make it okay. But somehow it never gets okay. Somehow there's another war and there's another famine. Somehow it just keeps doing that, even though consciousness moves through form to do good. To make it okay. So the flux is there all the time. And it's not that once the labeling of negativity stops. Jeepers, consciousness will move through you all the more. Will move through your form all the more to, to, to do good. To ease suffering. It will move through you all the more. Whether or not you label that suffering, there's something wrong and I want to fix it. But what moves through your form without the egoic decision that the suffering, there's something wrong and it should be okay. That's usually so that I feel better because if that person feels better, I feel better. There's usually an ego loading there. Whereas with the ego out of the way, the good that happens, that which moves through your form, it's, man, it's way more powerful. It's way more powerful because there's no agenda of the personal I. And it's always loving. The means, the method might not be seen to be so, but it's always loving. Because that which moves through is prior to the concept of love. How's that sitting? Does this get to be manifested in our lifetime? <laughs> I was going to say, uh, World War II, which was called the Great War, war to end all wars, obviously in my lifetime, that didn't happen. In fact, more than anything else, you know, in both terms of black and white, uh, our country was considered the, the good guys. Yes. But we're no longer the good guys. That's right. That's the transformation. So it, it's not quite a, a message of, of, of hope that I see in the course of my life. Yes. It can't come right because it functions on the law of opposites. But something will move through to do through you to do the loving thing. It does that as mind stops. Something moves you to do do the loving thing. And you know, on the spiritual practice, you you practice not having an attachment to the outcome, not getting recognized for the good that you do. You know, we 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 pull back all the egoic heavyweights, uh, egoic 
I don't know, praise and self-gratification attached to doing the loving thing. And all that's happening is that you're getting mind out of the way so that it moves untethered, it moves uninhibited through you. Because that's what's happening all the time. It's just that ego puts the attachment on top. The loving thing can only happen through you. But the more active that thought is, it will turn into a funny old thing. The conditioning will say, oh no, I, I, I was hurt, I was abused, so I will abuse. And that happens. That happens. It's just, it's just the heavy weight of conditioning is so strong. It's so strong that the opposite of love is, a, is at play. And that's what makes the opposite at play. Of course, in the movie. All in the movie. Yeah, all in the movie. The movie can't come right. It's just love looking for love. It's just the, the potential to experience. And it needs opposites to make experiencing happen. But having said that, the loving thing will move through your form. It does anyway. Get out of the way and let it happen. You were using the word love and hate. Can we replace it with attraction repulsion? Yeah! Attraction is love, but repulsion is hate. And when there's neither attraction nor repulsion, that's really what you're talking about, real love. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. So the emptiness is prior to love, prior to the concept of love. But from it, it, yeah, from it arises the essence of what love is. Do you know? So go prior to love, because you can pitch your tent in love, you know, and then that will really make a strong ego, because I do the loving thing and there's a whole package around it. Go prior to it. And it will happen that there is only love. It will reveal itself to be so. That when there's something moving, it is loving. So when I see in a movie constantly, every day, uh, people being told when it gets sick, you're going to be ill, choose your, choose your disease, take this medicine, take more medicine. It really does upset me. I try to get my, my mind out of it. But you're saying that it's the opposite, that it will cause good to happen. The fact that there's so much of this, this energy around getting ill, taking medicine, getting more and more medicine, getting sicker, that's happening, that I see happening. Am I confusing you? Yeah. How is that causing good time? That's just the movie. That's just, that's just the movie. But that's you just said the out of the, the darkness, out of the something. emptiness. Yes. The emptiness. The, emptiness. the nothingness. And From. That's, and that's moving towards something better. No, no. Okay, prior to the movie, prior to what's happening, what you see every day, that which you are is even beyond emptiness and nothingness. Okay? okay. Like the absence of nothing. Take away nothingness. Okay. Okay, that's what you are. Somehow, arising from that, the appearance of something arises. What arises is exquisite and joy and love prior to the concept of it. It's like the essence of it. Now, that eventually turns into the densest manifestation of form. Nothing is lost and nothing is gained. It's not going anywhere. 
when, when, if we say this lifetime and what I see every day, of course there's a movement of day to night. We're within the time context. Within that framework, yes, something is going someplace. But it's not going to get resolved. Because, because the law of opposites will always continue in appearance. So it playing with density, it might go in, it's like what the other people often say that very often if there's an alcoholic exercising alcoholism, they have to hit the bottom of the barrel before, before, they have to hit really the pits before any healing or any re recovery begins. It's like that. Sometimes the density gets so dense before, before it starts moving towards the dualistic love again. Sometimes people don't make it. Sometimes they get caught going down into the density. Sometimes they get caught down into the density. And, and the life force leaves. It's just moving through consciousness. The play of it. The play of opposites. So to apply the universal law to the particular won't work. Do you see? Within your framework, you've got to see that there's consciousness, consciousness in the medication. And there's usually a, a lack of education why somebody resolves to a chemical resolution anyway, rather than a more natural resolution. So there's lack of information is manifesting also, because we have education with lack of education. Those things are at play. Way prior to that is, 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 is the essence of love. But it's manifesting as that just for the sake of having the experience. Yeah, I'm mixing dualistic world and because we, we've jumped all over the place. So I'm kind of saying, look, prior to mind, we can't bring the prior to mind in, in, into the everyday world because there's so many beliefs which have set it up to give a particular per personal perspective. Do you see? Yes. Okay. So we've got to peel back and peel back and peel back and peel back to where there's nothingness. Okay. So if we peel back to where there was nothing and then we're here where there is something then in the nothingness there's only silence and this is seen not to be real it's full of paradoxes it's yeah it's it's a head wrecker and it has to be because mind can't go there but something in your nose makes me feel sad does it yeah <laughs> And what that is, is that's just the thought that has hooked on at the moment and, and believed to be so. So it's become your experience. You can let it pass by. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just conscious that we're, we're, we're gone over time. Can we wrap it up? Mahalo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. And David's just going to say a few words about tomorrow. They can handle more of this crazy stuff. It's absolutely going to back your head. Ha, ha, ha.